Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right. It is your blue brand general manager and one half of your hosts here of the FWWC tonight. That's right, it's Curtis Black, and we are here for a very special episode 137 of the FWWC tonight. I am going to go ahead and bring my co-host on, Marcus Mayhem, here momentarily, um, as well as getting to finally what we've all been waiting for, the final score update for week four, round 12 of the FWWC brand battle. But before we get any further, and to burn a little bit more time so people can get on the line here and listen. Do want to go ahead and thank our sponsors uh, before we get started here. The Wrestle Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, episode 281 on their new night and time, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, episode 281 this week with Hall of Famer uh, featuring Herb Simmons and Xavier Frost. Honestly, if you guys didn't check it out, go back and check it out. Um, you know, I got to give credit to Joe and Renee. They did an amazing job that first interview. Uh, I know a lot of us FWC guys may have been a little disappointed we didn't get on, but it was worth it uh, with the interview that took place. It was amazing, and I got to give credit to them uh, for getting the amazing stories that they do uh, out of the guests that they have on. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you get back. Uh, go back to the replay either at RustTalkPodcast.com. Uh, you can find it on their YouTube page, Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee, or on Facebook, Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, make sure you check it out here. But before we go any further, because we got a big night between the score update, and then obviously we're going to go ahead and get started talking about Royal Rumble coming up here just a week from this coming Sunday. Uh, but without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on my co-host and the Red Brand General Manager, Marcus Mayhem. Marcus, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good, Curtis. And I have to say, we have what probably not that many days before our big pay-per-view, our first big pay-per-view of the year, the Royal Rumble, and tonight, tonight we will have the honor and privilege of crowning Red Brand the Brand Band Champions. Aren't you I excited, mean, Curtis? I mean, you can't win tonight. You know that, right? Like, the best you can do is tie. Like, you, I hope you realize, like, you Red Branders have been talking and talking, like, we're going to win. We're, no, you, you can tie tonight. You can't win outright tonight. 
So you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna burst my bubble tonight, Curtis. We are gonna win tonight. We're gonna party tonight, whether you wanna believe it or not. Well, I mean, I have faith that that the blue brand will pull it off. But even if by some miraculous reason you guys you know pick up the last round and and we're tied somehow, I still have faith in my team. Just like I have faith in my Packers to 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 stay ahead and, and pull off the win Sunday, we're gonna do it tonight. But you know we're we're obviously talking about it. We're talking around it. We might as well kind of you know get the elephant in the room and 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 get started here. So without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on uh, one hat or one member of the board of the directors and a very very illustrious member of the FWWC. None other than the Night Owl. Night Owl, how are you doing this evening? Hey, what's up, Curtis? What's going on, Marcus, man? I'm doing real good. I'm extremely uh, tired, um, but charged up emotionally just thinking about everything that we've been through over the last year, man. Um, I want to go over some of that stuff just briefly before we actually get into the announcements and all that. But, yeah, man, just to keep it short and sweet to answer your question, I'm – I'm fired up. I'm ready to go, man. As you guys know, the FWWC has been kind of the jumping off point to a lot of great stuff for me personally and professionally. Um, you know, I've been tempted in the past uh, by things that you guys have seen on the page, wanting to leave and, and you know, maybe focus on some other things. But, man, my heartstrings just keep getting pulled back to this place. I know you two GMs can relate. It's kind of a, a love-hate relationship, right? Like, you want to be a part of it. You love the community. You love the friendships. You you love the competition, but then there's, like, the work aspect and the frustration and the losses and the, you know, the, the hurdles you have to jump over. It's, it's a very uh, a very unique situation to be in for something that we all do for fun, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be fantasy wrestling, dude, but it really does become personal if you're competitive and passionate the way that all of us are, man. So hopefully that answers, uh, that answers your question. It does. I, I'm just, I've got to say at least for, for myself, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens here. Uh, you know, uh, you, something we, you know, we've been waiting on and, you know, through circumstances and whatever, we're, we're, we're finally here. Um, you know, Marcus, any, uh, final kind of comments from you here before we go ahead and let, uh, Night Owl take the stage and kind of uh, set everything up for us. You know, it's been a very long road since, you know, you took over, since I, uh, you know, Jack Saint for, you know, the GM spot on red. It's It's been a whirlwind. I mean, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, I mean, TLC, we, we've been through it all. We've got, you know, so many good people coming into the group, so much good talent on both brands, and... I got to say, it's been one hell of a ride. It, it really uh, no has. doubt about it, man. I, I agree. Curtis? I, I was saying it really has, and I was going to just go ahead and throw it over to you here. Well, listen, um, it, well, the stuff that I'm going to bring to light here is not going to take very long, so I do want to go down memory lane just briefly. Um, you know, if anybody on hold does have any questions for me, because I'm going to kind of tail off my segment – you know, uh, during today's show with all the information. So up front, if you guys have any questions or thoughts about how the brand battle went this past year, I know there's always questions about, you know, the scoring and uh, 
and, and people not being 100% sure exactly how the scoring works. I'm not going to go into that at a, at a huge extent, but I do want to make sure everybody understands something. And Curtis, you can speak to this too. We've had multiple conversations about what it takes to be a quote-unquote success here in the FWWC. And I think for a lot of people, it would be easier if we had just a black and white scoring system. If you win matches, you get championship shots. If you don't win matches, you don't get championship shots. But we all know, and, and, and Marcus, I'll, I'll kind of direct this to you because I know you can relate to this. It's just as important or even more important to make sure that you know what's going on in the FWWC and that you add to it creatively. And the reason I point to you two guys is because I'm sure you'll both be willing to admit that as much success as you guys have had as general managers, arguably the two best general managers we've ever had, okay, your in-ring success has been somewhat tempered, whether it be because of lapses in activity or just inability to capitalize, right? Neither of you guys have had extensive championship runs, um, relatively speaking. I know you've You've been undisputed Legends champion, Mayhem, and Tag champ, and I don't want to take that away from you. But what I'm saying is those championship runs and your wins and losses don't really define you. It's what you contribute to the, to the group from an entertainment standpoint that really defines your value, your value to me and to the FWOC universe because even though you guys weren't wildly successful as competitors up to this point, you guys still managed to be nominated to be general managers and become two of the greatest general managers of all time. So I'll let you guys jump back in and see if you can pick and pull from everything that I brought to the table. But I want that to be clear to everybody when we're talking and thinking about the scoring system, because guys, it's not always about who has the most matches on the card. It's about the quality of the matches and, and the effort people are putting into those matches, matches with no promos, matches with no role play. You know, that those, those things take away from what your score could be. So it's not just like, well, they had five matches and we had, we had three. It's not that simple, right? It's, it's, it, it has a lot to do with continuity and entertainment value. And you know what? Gauging the two teams over these last 12 months has been one of the hardest jobs I've ever had, period. Because you two guys have worked so hard and done such an outstanding job that you've made me fall behind <laughs> with everything you guys have had going on. So uh, I guess I'll start with you, Mayhem. Any thoughts on all that? Because I wanted to make sure people get that there's a big picture here. And I think we've lost some great people because they're not willing to be patient about the big picture, speaking specifically of the, the you know former Warriors Heart Champion, Funky Flex, and people of the like that we've lost because they just don't, get the big picture and it's unfortunate because it hurts us when they go but i wanted to at least offer that explanation to the fwwc universe so that there's maybe not so much question about the scoring once i make the announcement of the final uh score update which will conclude 12 months of competition uh mayhem you know night out me and you don't see eye to eye but for this one time, I will side with you. I will agree with you about everything you just said. And, you know, ever since I took over on Red Brand, you know, I've 
had a standard of people having creative freedom, people, you know, being themselves, but putting in the work. And like you said, you know, I've had guys who really, really shined, and I've had guys that had to leave. You know, I've had the Enchantress retire on me. I mean, you know, Curtis can attest to this. I mean, things can happen at the snap of a finger. You know, it's been time where Curtis barely even had a roster because everyone was gone. But, you know, give credit to Curtis. Curtis still managed to try and keep the boat afloat despite everything that was going on. And me personally, you know, I think my guys on red have really stepped it up. They've really done their best to, you know, try and, you know, get a, get a good tug towards the end of this brand battle. So I got to say, I'm proud of my guys on red, you know, whoever's listening, you know, I'm proud of you. We've done, we've done good. We've had a really good run, had some really good pay-per-views and, you know, however this outcome will be, and my heart, Red Brand is still the best brand. All right. Well, I love I love to hear that, uh, Curtis. Yeah. So, I mean, mine is going to be pretty simple, and it's this, and this this goes out to the Blue Brand. Um, you know, there and and you know, as uh, you know, Night Owl said, you know, there's a lot that obviously goes into a scoring. And and part of that, I think, Blue Brands, our strongest, you know, asset that we have is also our greatest weakness, and that's how passionate we are, uh, because unfortunately, sometimes that breaks down where maybe not everybody else can see, but it can still have an effect on how we're viewed in the rest of the group. So, like, I just want to thank the our, my team for being that passionate. Yes, that can maybe come back and bite us in the end sometimes but truly it's the reason that we were able to come as far as we did from where we started um being as creative as we were and using that passion to push us forward so i just want to thank them for for everything everybody's put in over the last 12 months um i know it it didn't start the way we wanted it but i'm really proud of where we're at and whatever happens I'm, i'm excited to see where we are Bad man, me too, man. And and as I listen to you guys talk, man, and, and I know we're being a little retrospective, I, I have to ask you guys this question: like, can you tell the the audience uh, maybe what your biggest challenge, if you can maybe point to a specific situation, or maybe personally, what's been the biggest challenge about being a general manager in the FWWC, and what has been the most fulfilling aspect of? Uh, of being a general manager in the FWWC. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to take that one first, uh, Mayhem, and then we'll, yeah, we'll go back to Curtis. Um, I would have to say as, you know, being a GM, the most difficult thing, one of the most complicated things is being a general manager is time management. It's, you know, uh, making sure we have uh, the card done, uh, posters done, and then you have to deal with, you know, your the red locker room. You got different personalities. You know, you got to cater to certain people certain ways. It's a lot of strings that got to be pulled. And, you know, trying to make someone happy. Someone's not happy they're not getting this shot. Or, you know, they want this, they want that. You can't give everybody what they want. And sometimes it can be bad. But, you know, you, you got to put your foot down and, you know, do what's best for the brand. 
Um, when it comes to fulfillment, I think personally my biggest fulfillment is um, giving people opportunity. I mean, that's what I've always preached on Red Brand is it's the land of opportunity. I mean, look at look at Dougie Fresh. I mean, he came from nothing, and you know he's he's won his first title multiple times. And, you know, you got Robert. He's the European champion after going so long without even sniffing titles. And, you know, he's a current European champion. You know, you got Big T, people like that. And it's fulfilling to me to see these guys blossom and fulfill their goals and dreams on Red Brand. Wow. All right. Well, I'd love to hear a genuine. And I know you're usually kind of a tough guy, Mayhem, and you don't like to let off a lot of – honest emotion, man, but it really sounds like you got a soft spot for, for Red Brand and the guys on your team. I appreciate that. Curtis, I, I know it's going to be hard to follow that up, man, but um, kind of want to throw to you and get your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be honest. The, the toughest part of this, um, and I'm going to, I'm sure anybody who's been in the Blue Brand locker room knows where I'm going to go with this. Is It's been the strong personalities. Um, and there's very much uh, – individuals that we may not always see see eye to eye but while that was the most difficult um getting through some of the things we got through as a brand and and getting past it and being able to work together on the other side made us stronger as a group um and ultimately that's the reason why we're able to come out on the other side and and be as strong as we are and and ultimately I learned a lot from that and you know when talking about the most fulfilling you know, side of this and, and really what I take away from it here uh, almost a year after I took over in the blue brand um, two things the most fulfilling part was doing the first ever FWWC custom 100% our own pay-per-view uh, it was an honor to, to be able to do that for the group and to create something new like that and I have to give credit to the blue brand. I, you know, I was able with their help to come up with the concept, uh, but the matches and everything else was all of them. Um, I have to give credit where it's due. And the second part is a little bit outside of the group, but helping new people as they come in and helping them learn and kind of through helping them learn, realizing what I want to do with my own life outside of the group and going back and being a teacher, um, all kind of linking back together. It just, this group and everything that's gone on in the last year has had much more of an impact um, on myself than I even think I expected a year ago. So uh, that that's what I had to say. All right. Well, well, thank you guys, man. I, I really do appreciate uh, the honest thoughts. And, and I'll tell you, you know, it, it's not something that you guys are experiencing for for the first time um, as far as general managers go, because, of course, you know, you guys are predecessors to a couple of great uh, general managers before you. Before we move on to the news that everybody's been waiting for, I just want to take <laughs> one last moment. I want to take one last moment and ask you guys one final question. I know it's easy to focus on what's going on right now because everyone's so anxious to get to the bottom of how this brand battle is going to end. I want to point to the very beginning of this year and ask you guys this. You both took the reins from the previous general managers. I want you guys to talk a little bit about 
that process, um, kind of being handed the reins, what you learned, and maybe even giving them a little bit of props because as well as you guys did this year, I think you guys had some pretty decent momentum going into it. You had some help, right, um, from two general managers who really worked their asses off uh, pretty much all the way till the very end of last year's brand battle. So can I have you guys speak to the previous GMs and maybe the respect that you have for, for those guys and everything they did to kind of pave the, the path for you guys? Yeah, and, and I mean, I can definitely jump in first on this one. Um, I do have to give props to El Luchador, who is obviously the, the you know, GM who came in before me. Um, and, and I feel like I need to do that now because at the time that everything went down, um, it wasn't exactly a, uh, a pleasant handing over of the reins. Um, you know, given everything that had gone on in the blue brand, you know, with the turnover in general managers, he had kind of been left left in a, a tough position. And I kind of took a strong stance towards some of the things that had been happening on the brand. And, and ultimately that, that led to some things happening and me taking over, but I do want to take the time now to, to say thank you for what he did and, and coming and talking to me after I took over the position and trying to help the brand be successful. Uh, people could have been you know bitter and upset. And I know Marcus is going to get into a, a situation you know, somewhat similar, but but also different in how he became general manager. But I I do want to take the time and and thank uh, Luchador for at least helping me move into that position and, and letting us be successful on Blue Ring. So. Yeah, and before you jump in, uh, Marcus, I just want to say like, you know, it may have not been handed over in great shape, but the humility that Luchador showed, who's a multi-time champion here, future Hall of Famer in the FWC by my estimation, um. You know, he still came back and offered to help, right? So it's like like you said, he, he could have been bitter and salty about it, but no, that's not what happened, right? He decided to, to be a team player and continue. He, he actually even stayed on Blue Brand, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, if you Correct. guys want to take a, put, take a page out of – a lot of people think that uh, Luchador can be a little stale or whatever, but, you know, uh, everything's got, you know, its own amount of detail as long as you're willing to look closely, and that's one of those attributes about a Luchador that I think that we can all commend. So kudos to you for that, sir. Uh, Marcus, well, that was the la- that last question, so I'm going to give you kind of the same one, man. What what are your thoughts on the handing over and uh, and, and that process towards the beginning of the, the brand battle since we're now at the very tail end of it? I mean, we come on, let's be real. We all know what happened. I mean, Saint got strong arm for the GM spot. I took it. He already called I you out on the thread. <laughs> of course, I took it from him. I took it like taking candy from a baby. But in all seriousness, you know, uh, you know, I talked to Saint personally, and uh, Saint's a great competitor. Dude, dude's always lit one hundred percent. And you know, when he was GM, he did he did an incredible job. He was, you know, that's something we shared. Um, philosophy wise was, you know, just be you, you know, we here to have fun, but get the work done. And, you know, I told Saint, I say, listen, man, you know, you laid the foundation and I'm just going to take it to new heights. And, you know, we've kept in contact and I got to say, I got to say, Saint, if you listen, you know, I appreciate it. And, you know, if it wasn't for the groundwork, that you laid, you know, it would, I would have a little bit more of an uphill climb, but, 
you know, in the end, in, in the end, it was it was a great transition, and you know, I give him a lot of props because he's he's the one who has a lot of the great superstars we have, like Bishop, you know, uh, Battle Cat, and stuff like that. You know, he's the one who drafted them in the first place, so he gave me a lot of good players to start with. Oh, man, I love to hear that. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out of your comfort zone a little bit and giving props to a couple of guys that maybe you wouldn't necessarily be giving props to otherwise. So um, you guys know I interview for a living, right, on top of running the FWWC. So, you know, it's kind of my job to to, to test you guys a little bit and rattle the bridge. But anyway, I appreciate you guys doing that for me, man. I Just a little bit of insight for the FWC universe because I – we used to have a lot more conversation like this, guys, and, it, and it's obviously changed uh, for the worst, and that's something that we're going to change uh, moving into the future. But, of course, we, we can't even start talking about that until we figure out what's going on with the present. So um, let, me just, let, me just go ahead and, uh, let me just go ahead and get into it. Um, so as you guys know, we have been competing back and forth for the better part of a year um, on how this – FWWC brand battle is supposed to work. And and I'll admit the reason that we put it together to begin with is because the way that the group was running and as in, involved as it is, it became too much for one person. And that person was me. Uh, I was ready, as you guys know, to step away from it because it was becoming a little overwhelming. Um, but instead of doing that, um, I let creativity uh, take over and came up with a system where we could have more people who love this group be involved, not only as participants and competitors, but also as people who are decision makers. And those two people this time around were Curtis Black and Marcus Mayhem. And and I do want to just, just briefly uh, ask you guys this. Guys, will you say – you can agree or disagree with me, and this is something I think that the FWFC universe needs to hear. Me, the Night Owl, Mr. Mills – if you had to put us on a scale from one to 10, as far as how involved we are in booking matches and in telling you guys how to run your brands, 10 being overly involved, always there, pushy, annoying, and one being very laid back, almost completely uninvolved and hardly ever making, uh, playing part in making any major decisions. Where would you say that the BOCD sits on that scale? Uh, I'm going to ask red brand and blue brand that so that people understand that you guys, carried the majority of this load for the whole year. You guys weren't just taking uh, um, orders or being puppets. What where would you rank that for Red Brand Mayhem? Um overall I would have to say probably like a a two, you know, two, maybe a three at at the most. And yeah. you know, that's due to um you know the belief in, you know, my philosophy and what I do. You know, the BOD is True. always there. It's kind of a backup plan if, if it's, you know, something that's over and beyond, then the door is always open. But they they have given me the keys to, you know, run the show how I see fit. And they only step in when it's, you know, excessively for them to be there if it's just an emergency okay. or something big time. So. Okay. I appreciate that. Curtis, same question. 
I, I mean, I have to echo. I mean, it's a two, maybe a three. Like, I've, and even then, it's been like a suggestion of a match. It's never even been like, hey, let's, let's do this this way, or, or you need to do it this way. It's been like, well, what about this? But it's never been anything that I felt like I couldn't be like, I, I don't really agree, and this is the way I think it should go. It's always been like very constructive and helpful. And so that's why I said, like, pressure-wise and, and just involvement-wise, it's it's only a two or a three. It's very much been worth it. Let's, let's figure out <laughs> as a group how we're going to do right. this and, and not a lot of <laughs> Fix the difficult stuff. Yep. Right. right. And I appreciate you guys um, um, doing me a favor and answering that. And, and the reason that I brought it up was only to say that there is too much to do here for one person. It's almost too much for two people and the way that you guys carry through even towards the most difficult part of this, which was towards the end, you guys still managed to pull it off and you got a bunch of great superstars on both sides. So as I make this announcement, I want everybody to understand that the winner, the loser, I don't think anybody really should be called the loser. I think we could say second place because there was a lot of successes this year. Okay. You guys mentioned some of the examples of the awesome stuff that happened um, and that was just off the top of your head. I think if we really went, you know, tried hard to go down the list and remember <laughs> some of the incredible, cha- you know, changes. And I mean, right off the bat, I think of the the hardcore championship being introduced on Blue Brand. Yep. I mean, that that was something that I don't think we'd ever seen before. You know, like not anything like that. I mean, it's our first ever real championship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think enough could be said about things like that that happened uh, throughout this brand battle. But um, but anyway, I only look to the past so that I can make it super clear uh, as to why the decisions that were made were made. And here's the decision that was made guys um, for week four of round 12, the red brand was actually able to win the week, which means that they won the round, which means that we are officially into overtime for the FWWC brand battle. So as much as I know you guys were looking forward to taking a little bit of vacation, we're going to have to extend this. But when you hear what we're going to do, I think you'll be very, very pleased. And this isn't just for the general managers. This is also for the members of the FWWC universe because you know what? I don't want some cheesy scoring system to be the final deciding factor as to how we're going to decide something this important. So this is how we're going to settle it, ladies and gentlemen. At FWWC Royal Rumble, we're going to stop doing the scorecards, and we're going to take it to the ring. There are going to be three matches that are going to decide which brand is superior. I'm going to announce two of those matches right now, and one of them will not be announced until the Tuesday or Wednesday, which is next week, before the Royal Rumble. The question is, you guys want to hear what those other two are? I do. Yeah. All right. So, the first match... And we will have a designated and defined winner. We're not going into the following week. If we need to do trivia, we'll do trivia. The first match will be Curtis Black, GM of Blue Brand, 
versus Marcus Mayhem, GM of Red Brand. And you guys are welcome to bring your friends with you as this will be a House of Horrors match at FWWC Royal Rumble. Match number two, which will help decide. One will be a representative from Blue Brand, and another will be a representative from Red Brand, where you and the rest of your roster, you guys cannot make this decision on your own. You will have to check with your roster members. We will need to have one woman from each brand selected by their brand to represent their brand in a one-on-one 60-minute Iron Woman match. One red brand lady, one blue brand lady, one of those two may be the deciding factor in this year's FWWC brand battle. Um, Night Owl, Night Owl, I have a quick question. Um, There's a um, shortage of women on red brand uh, because Curtis has all of them, have zero, but, but I do have a solution. It has come to my attention that um, Dougie Fresh identifies as a woman, so maybe I can just put him in the match. Well, Mayhem, as much as I hate to say this, I'm going to take a page out of your old boss's uh, book. Figure it out. It's your fault (laughs) that you don't have a woman on the red brand, sir. So you are going to have to figure something out between now and Royal Rumble 2020. Good luck, my friend. Oh, and not to make it feel like the the cards are stacked against anybody here, but guess what? The final match, like I said, is a mystery, and that will be revealed this upcoming Tuesday during the Wrestle Talk Podcast FWWC segment. And there will be no excuses this week. We will have that segment. We won't go over on time, so you guys better be listening because from that moment forward, you guys are going to have to get to work. You're going to have to put those creative hats on, gentlemen, one last time. As you're preparing for your matches, which, by the way, Mayhem, I believe you have a date with a clown. So hopefully this doesn't become a little overwhelming for you in La Familia. But seeing as that there's about 37 members, I'm sure you're going to get a little help. Bottom line is this. Gentlemen, the game is far from over. We have 10 days, and I want to see who wants this the most. Don't let me down. Most importantly, don't let the FWWC universe down because at the end of the day, activity is king. More to come, right. folks. I know everybody Ooh. wants to know what's going to happen at the end of the uh, out of, out of the brand battle, and I was going to go into that tonight, but you know what? I kind of like this suspense thing. So regardless as to what happens with the brand battle, you guys are going to have to stay tuned if you want to know exactly what we're going to do with the FWWC moving into 2020. Any questions? Uh, I don't have any questions, but I definitely am excited to get some reactions here. So, Marcus, unless you do, we can let the net out go, and we will get our callers on the line. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I, I think this is a great thing. You know, it, it allows me to, you know, 
you know, Dark Mayhem already beat up Guy, and now I can just beat up Curtis Black. This is perfect. So arrogant. Even when the cards are stacked against you, Mayhem, the arrogance never goes away. It's hard to believe. I guess you learn from the worst. It's true. It's very true. Curtis Black, any thoughts before I get out of here? I, I'm just saying, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to get back in the ring. I, mean, I know I'm going to get some uh, some some of the ring rust busted off here in the next week or so. But uh, thanks for the opportunity, and uh, we'll see you at a Royal Rumble. Mystery match, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you're listening to the Wrestle Talk podcast this upcoming Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central at WrestleTalkPodcast.com. Guys, it's always an honor and a pleasure, and I'll tell you what. You guys better have your uh, hard hats and lunch pails because these next coming 10 days are going to be off the chain. I love you guys, man. Grace and peace to everybody. If you need me, you know where I'm at. Have a great show, you guys. Good night. Night. All right, and we are going to jump right into our callers here. I know we've got a lot of people waiting. We're going to jump in with you guys here, letting you know we're going to go ahead and focus specifically on what's happened tonight, the brand battle, and what's coming up here at FWWC Royal Rumble. And with that, we are going to go ahead and welcome on the one, the only, the man from Columbus Park, Big T. Big T, how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing, I'm alive and I'm well. I, I, good to hear. It's always good to hear. Now, obviously, you heard the big news here. Uh, obviously, we are going into the overtime round of the FWWC brand battle at FWWC Royal Rumble. Um, obviously, you're here representing Red Brand along with yourself. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us why Red Brand is going to go ahead and pull off the win at Rumble, as well as telling us more about what we're going to see from Big T at the Royal Rumble. Well, you know... Uh... Earlier, Blue Brand might have all the women on the roster, but Red Brand has all the elite talent on the roster. And what you can see from Big T is I'm going to clarify something up also in just a short time. You're going to see Big T walk in to the Royal Rumble and be the man from La Familia and finally capture the European title. But I like to backstep just a little bit. Everybody always has something to say about Big T. You see, what happened tonight was a mission, right? You see, Big T, Big T could have took the chicken shit way out and easily took that win. But as the man I am, I said, no, we have a mistake here. So this coming Monday night, you will see again Big T, Savory Saint, and the new guy. They like to call El Diablo. One on one again for the opportunity for the European Championship because that's the man I am. That's the prestige that I have, and that's how we do shit on the red brand. Now go ahead and uh, ask whatever else you want. Marcus Mayhem, why don't you take a shot at your uh, big Mr. Big T here? You know what? This is this is going to be breaking news. This is going to be groundbreaking. Seeing that we're in overtime for the brand battle, I, Marcus Mayhem, I'm clearing everybody from getting roasted. Nobody's getting roasted. This is going to be a team effort, and I believe come Royal Rumble, we might need a psycho from Columbus Park, and I think I just know where to find one. 
Listen, nobody wants to see that guy, right? He's quite ugly. His mask looks like a jock strap. It's true. We know we know he looks like a used condom. We know that, but he's crazy. I need all the crazy people I can get. Uh, hey, I, I will give the man a call. We will see what we can do. Because I've got multiple personalities, so you know, you gotta you gotta get enough numbers to catch up with them. Because you know, hey, let's all keep let's creating all themselves let's, over and over. <laughs> hey, let's mention something also. Recently, we had the FWWC Awards, right? Kind of like the Slammy Awards, and your one particular man was held out. But see, the man I am, they didn't get to me. What it did was lit a fire under my ass. And I'm pissed off, but I'm pissed off in a good way. Come next year, I will be the superstar of the year on Red Brain, Blue Brain, whichever one bets their money on Big T. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't you say you were retiring at Universe Mania? Listen, Big T said he was retiring. The Fiend from Columbus Park never said he was retiring. Oh, God, <laughs> Okay, I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> Get him off the phone. Go, go, Big T. Right. Go, Big T. I'm gonna do last, last final thoughts for Big T for the FWBC Universe before we let you go this evening. Absolutely. Everyone, y'all suck. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Big T. Um, whew, that's. Always interesting, but here we are. Uh, we are going to go ahead and keep moving. We got a lot of people to get to here, and we are uh, we've got our pretty tight time frame. Our next caller, uh, another person who resides from an interesting part of the world, and that is a part of the world called Crystal Lake. None other than Voorhees. Voorhees, how are you doing this evening? Voorhees? Voorhees. Well, I guess I guess Mr. Voorhees doesn't want to speak with us this evening, man. Or it sounds like he's eating a cheeseburger. He's breathing really hard. <laughs> I think you're trying to be funny. Oh, crap. There, oh, shit. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know he was there for. He's uh. Well, I, I didn't mean to say cheeseburger. I meant to say uh, six inch foot long from Subway. The healthy kind. Well, I was coming out of the water. Wouldn't that make your sandwich soggy? Voorhees, this is time for unity. All right, this is not the time for you to be tearing off yes. body parts and keep, putting them into jars. No, keep doing it. No, for bad for him. Bad for I'm him. motivating you for the only time ever. Keep tearing off arms and limbs. Do it. No, Vor. No, I need those arms and limbs so we can win the brand battle, Vorhees. Tear red brand apart. Parts of anyone. That will oppose me or the devil's dynasty. Now, if you excuse me, I must return to cutting off parts 
and drowning others. Oh boy. Okay, thanks, Voorhees. Um, I didn't. I would not trust him, Marcus. I would not trust him at all. He is going to start tearing people's limbs off. You know that, right? Yeah, like, that's blue brand. Happen. He's not going to touch my guys. No, that didn't sound like it. It sounded like he said anybody that opposed him. Well, he doesn't fight blue brand people. He only fights red brand people. He'll 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 be fine. I'll give him I'll give him a cookie. He'll be fine. Okay, let's move <laughs> on. All right, so we are going to go ahead and bring on a member of what what is the name of their their group again? You got to help me out here. I I we get so many new factions now. What are they called, Marcus? Um. They're called uh, Ducks Dynasty. Ducks, no, there you're you're half right. I do. I have to give credit where it's due. I'm not like you and trying to roast everybody constantly. Devil's Dynasty. So allow me to go ahead and bring on, without any further ado, the leader of Devil's Dynasty, at least my understanding of the leadership, El Diablo. El Diablo, how are you doing this evening? Hello. Can you hear me? Yep, we got you. I'm sorry, the reception might be bad, for I am calling you from the future. But there's a few matters that I need to speak of, if that is all right with you guys. Be my guest. First things first. Yes, I am on Red Brand, and I enjoy it very much. But Marcus Mayhem, we have a little problem. Thank you talking like, to what, you. Well, what problem do we have, Possum Face? Like, I, I'm, I'm ready for what you got. What you got for me? That's my problem. My problem is you. And the thing is, the whole reason I'm calling from the future, Marcus, is because I'm here to tell everybody what happens. And I hope they listen clear. Because if they don't, if if they keep acting like I'm some type of newbie fool, I suggest they start turning their thoughts around and start listening a little more often. But first things first, Marcus Mayhem, I promise I will be seeing you soon. And I'm going to predict uh, what well, I can predict because I'm already here. He loses to me, right? Around the he Royal Rumble, my guy. The Royal Rumble is when I will see you. And after that, but before before we get to that, don't worry about it, Marcus. You're going to forget anyway. Big T and Saints, Monday night. Tonight was a fluke. But when I see you on Monday, I promise you, you will see me get my own European title. And then once I do, I will have to start talking like this. But my very last message is for the entire FWWC. In the future, bad things are coming. Very unimaginable bad things. And this is my only warning. El Diablo. El Diablo, what's up, dog? Since you're in the future, 
I just want to know uh, how how I look with that European title over my shoulder, dog, real quick. How do I look? Is it there? Is it there? I don't see it. Well, it's going to be there whenever I beat you all on Monday and go on and take that Euro title and get my first singles title in a long, long, long time. And whether you're in the future or anything, if you can travel time and all that shit, ain't nobody except for me controls my destiny. I'm not Save sure where you came from, Tony, but yeah, welcome to Save Your Saints. You wanted the Save smoke, bro. You got it. I got my connection. Can you hear me, Save Your Saints? I can hear you loud and clear. I have to tell you, I'm in the future. If you didn't hear me, you must be high. But always, I'm telling you, the worst thing that you can imagine happens. Just try that's and already happened, that. dog. My brother got taken from it. me, so that's already happened. Ain't nothing you can do will ever be able to be done worse than anything that's happened to me in the past. The day that Funky Flex had to retire and leave this group was the day that half of my fucking soul left. That was the worst day, the worst feeling I've ever felt. So y'all or you or Devil's Dynasty, ain't no pain you can bring me like losing a motherfucking brother, all right? I thought after you got strong room for that <laughs> GM spot, I thought that hurt more. <laughs> Man, that, that's just business shit. I already solidified my legacy and won the first one, Marcus, and I'm going to have to help your bitch ass do it because you couldn't do it on your own. Oh, come brother. on. Hey, you know I love you. Hey, you want to take shots at me, bro? Come on. I'm on fire right now. I'm fucking lit. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to fight. I'm tired of this shit. I got fucked on tonight, and it ain't happening again. And I know that Mata's lurking around and waiting his opportunity. And I'm sorry for that, GOAT, that we can't go next Monday. But if you want to go next Friday for that Warriors Heart spot, I'm ready. I got promos ready. I got a story ready. Let's get it. I know it's, it's being delayed and stuff, but that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to come on the podcast too. I wanted to interrupt Del Diablo too because I ain't got to do that shit in forever. But, and plus, I want to know how I look in the future with that title. And he still ain't fucking told me yet, guys. He still ain't told me. I bet that future shit is bullshit. You're probably just listening to Future's new track with Drake. Life is good for Saint. There is no belt, Saint. You wanted the smoke, bro. I can go all night. They usually cut me off on this shit. Come on. It's all right. I'm going to cut you off myself. All right, I'm gonna give your your both getting a chance here. I do. I'm taking back control of the show. El Diablo, you're f- oh oh El Diablo's out. So Savior Saint, I'll give you the chance here since he dropped off. Final thoughts for the FWWC universe. I know you got big matches coming up here at Royal Rumble. Let us know what you got. I'm really excited that it's ending how it's ending. It's putting pressure on our backs. We got to come together as teams. You're going to see La Familia work with SOF one fucking week only, and that's the week (laughs) of Royal Rumble. And when Red Brand wins for two years in a row, and we go on and show that we bleed red and we are the best. I'm trying uh, to start laughing right now because that motherfucker ran away from me, dog. God damn. Hey, such such is life, man. Yeah, you know, you, 
right. Well, we'll let you go here, Savior Saint. Know you got a lot going on tonight. Thank you for calling in and joining us, though. And uh, good luck. But I'm sorry, Blue Rand's going to be taking it here, and we're going to even things up one-one. But uh, thank you for joining us here tonight, Saint. And we have got a couple of more callers that we're going to get to here. Um, we got a few more minutes we're going to be on. So next up, we are going to jump to a man who's got an opportunity at FWWC Royal Rumble to capture the FWWC Legends Championship uh, from his brother in the SOF, Daniel Grimm, none other than Tank Westbrook. Tank, how are you doing this evening? Curtis, how you doing? How you doing, my brother? Ah, uh, it's it's been a crazy night, man. I I'm not gonna lie. We we had the trip down memory lane that I know you you listened to to pretty much all of it. We had the reveal that we're tied. I'm gonna have to face crazy man over here. Uh, you know we've got the the woman on woman match that's gonna happen. That he has to find somebody to come in, which I've already seen on the thread. Who I think I know he's gonna try to get. It it's been madness, but. With that being said, we're going to get back to what I was kind of leaning into, which is your opportunity you're going to have at Royal Rumble here. Uh, you have got an opportunity against Daniel Grimm uh, for your FWWC Legends Championship. So would love to get your thoughts on that. Can we put that on the back burner? I got one thing to say before that, Curtis, and that is to my fellow brother, Savior Saint. Yes, we're part of SOF, but let me tell you, brother, you say you lit a fire under your ass that you're all going to try to come back. Yes, y'all tied it up as a red brain, and that you're going to be on the winning brain. But let me tell you, see, there's going to be something else. It's going to be something different. It's going to be history in the making. I'm Tank Westbrook. I'm going to help lead the blue brand to victory. And when we do win this victory, I will say that Tank Westbrook Made history. I am one that got to be on both brands of the winning team. I got to be on a red brand last year when they won. This year, I'm representing blue. So, you know what, Curtis? Get it. Blue brand, step up. Now, you're right. I do get to face my other brother, Daniel Grimm, Big Dick Grimm. For the FWC Legends title Something that I've never been able to hold <laughs> But I'm going to tell you this Ah, shut up, man Curtis, I want you to book a match For Monday, me versus Grim. Grim, You win You can pick the stipulation If I win, I pick the stipulation for our match If we both can't win I'll keep it a simple match. But I'm calling you out for Monday. What do you say? Well, I've I've been told that we are going to be hearing from Daniel Grimm here within the next five to ten minutes. So hopefully by the end of the night, we'll have an answer for you and we'll know where we're going here. But I'm really excited to see that match. It's obviously... Uh, Daniel Grimm is somebody who is he's got a lot of confidence in his abilities right now. Um, with that being said, though, uh, final thoughts from you here, Tank, uh, before we let you go this evening. Yeah, I'm sorry that you got to have a jackass as a partner for the podcast. 
Hey, I'm not the one who's talking about, you know, holding things like big dick grims and stuff. I never I mean, said I was going to hold him. Oh, yes, you did. Everyone yeah. heard it. That's why Curtis chuckled, too, because he knew it. He he knew it. He knew it. You're going to hold it, and you're never going to let it go. You dirty, yeah. dirty bastard. Whatever. Sorry, your man's always in the gutter. All right, Tank. Well, we will catch you uh, on the other side, and we will see you Monday night for the uh, live challenge. All right. Sounds good. Curtis, what All kind of right. show are you running over there on Blue Brand? A crazy someone's one. Going to, someone, someone's going to file some kind of harassment lawsuit, I'm telling you. Hey. It's going to happen. At least, at least people aren't getting their limbs ripped off. So, you know. You don't really Tank's have any room to talk, Mr. There, OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we bring on Daniel Grimm, as we are still waiting for him uh, to get to the studio here, we are going to go ahead and bring on the former Blue Brand general manager and current member of the FWWC Red Brand, El Luchador to Kansas City. El- El- uh, excuse me, El Luchador, how are you El- doing? El- 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all good. How you doing tonight, gentlemen? It's been a long day, clearly. Oh. I but, bet, man. It's been a long day. For lucha, you lucha, lucha. Um, we, we, what's up, boss, we, man? we need to talk. We, we need to talk. You know, you know, you wasn't able to, you know, get the win over Robert for this title shot at the Hybrid Television Championship against Battle Cat. Now, as I've stated before to the both of you, you two mm-hmm. will finalize this match this coming Monday. What are your thoughts on fighting the European champion, Robert? Well, my thoughts are this. I should have beaten him. I should have beaten him fair and square, but obviously it didn't, didn't go both our ways. So now we have to sell this score Monday night. I say bring it on, Robert. You know, you've been, you know, ever since I met this kid a long time ago in down in UXT days, this kid has had my number. And I've had his number too, you know. And now we're going to see who's the best and who is going to be the one that takes that championship from Battle Cat at Royal Rumble. And I guarantee it's going to be me 100%. Well, I mean, I can't argue with that. Um, you've been making you know a, a strong name for yourself. Uh, since you moved over on uh, to the red brand. Um, that being said, you are an individual who has the opportunity similar to Tank Westbrook um, in that being you're going to be on an opposite brand. However, you could potentially be on a winning brand if red were to pull it off. Um, would love to mm-hmm. get your thoughts on the brand battle as a whole and, and your thoughts coming into really the final, the final battle, so to say, uh, for the uh, brand supremacy. Hmm. Well, all I gotta say is, um, you know, it was, you know, it was strange that one year ago I was calling the shots at Blue Brand, the, you know, and um, sure it didn't, sure it didn't go my way that time, you know, but I don't, but I don't reflect on the past very much. So you know, I want to say this. Me, my brothers in Red Brand, we are going to pull this off. We are going to make sure 
that we come out on top in the Royal Rumble. Just like just like another red team that's going to be successful here in the next few days. That is my Kansas City Chiefs, okay? They are just, I guess, one game away from the Super Bowl, and that's what we are doing too. We're one game away from the Super Bowl, and that's, and that's, and that's our main goal, to get to that get that top spot no matter what happens, no matter at all costs, we will be successful this time around for the second year in a row, of course. All right. Well, uh, with that being said here, Lucho, we're going to get close to finishing up here for the night. So uh, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go tonight? Well, all I know is this. Now, not only am I uh, focusing on um, the the uh, hybrid television championship, but I believe there is another match that I'm in that's going to be involving me and three of the best in the red brand for a uh, golden ticket opportunity. Now, I know these uh, superstars are probably listening, but mark my words: whether I win or whether I win or lose that uh, match on Monday. That golden ticket is definitely going to be mine for the taking as well. But anyways, I'm going to get out of here now. Have a good night, gentlemen, and we'll get back to work on Monday. Take care. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Sarah Luchador. Now, I am going to go ahead. I've I've been asked, requested by this individual to, to give him another moment here as he did forget something and he needed to get it on. So one last time here, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on my brother, Savior Saint. Saint, what's up? Oh, I forgot something really, really important, man. All right, so here it is. Cairo, please do not be leading us on. Please come back and at least give Saint a match. Thank you. Have a great night. Miss you. Been baking them cookies in your memory. Have a good one. Thanks, brother. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I think Cairo should come back, but I understand, you know, that, that there might be other stuff going on. He might not be able to come back full time. We get it, but a lot of us want you to come back. So the I, FWWC try- does not deserve the likes of the descendant Julius Cairo. You guys don't deserve someone of his greatness. Whatever. Well, I'm I'm trying. I've been trying to burn a little time here. Uh, I'm trying to give Mr. Champ on the Blue Brand, you know, an opportunity to call in. And he's about to call in, so I'm going to keep talking like this for another couple seconds here until Curtis, I see him Curtis, come on. Um, you know what's going on. Tank already gave it away. Why he's late? Okay, we're busy. You know, getting the fingers kind of worked out a little bit. Take it, take it forever. This is okay. why it's the holdup. Do I need to start pulling up the transcripts from the backstage? Because I will. No, that is not needed. There's okay. no, well, there's no transcripts. Well, well, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on Mr. Big Dick Champ himself, Daniel Graham. Daniel Graham, how are you doing this evening? Stop. As healthy as ever. I'm a fucking workhorse. God, dude, did you see that <laughs> promo, Curtis, that Grim did? Like, yes. 
he thrust it so hard it made it violated everyone who watched it. Everyone felt. I got every female what, pregnant off that, that one thrust. That's Come so on now, admit it. Everybody that was the ultimate thrust. <laughs> you got a baby, and you got a baby, and you got a baby. Consider me anyway. Oprah Winfrey, even with the dick. Gross. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Daniel Graham, I know you, you, you've had a lot going on tonight, so let me catch you up real quick. Big news. Obviously, go back and check out the early emotional part here. But uh, it's tied. We are now going to Royal Rumble, where I will have to face his crazy ass. Um, and then oh, the whip. Oh, so oh. there's that. And then one woman from Blue Brand will have to face one woman from Red Brand in a 60-minute Iron Woman match. There are no women on Red Brand. I mean, they got, like, Big T over there. Just put a wig on him. He's ugly enough. Well, he tried that. He tried to offer up Douglas James. Dougie Fresh. I mean, El Diablo's got the hair for it. Mm. No, no, no. See, what's underestimated he's about got the for me it. is... No. Greg, that's gross. I will, is offering I up through. his wife. Let's be real. You know what? It's You might hmm. think it's the obvious pick of the Enchantress coming out of retirement, but you do, you do not know. It's your only play. No, no, no. Play. Have, you, have you not learned yet, Curtis, <clears throat> not to underestimate the, the powers that I have, the reach that I have? You think she's the only woman that I have access to to fight for me? You are dead wrong. You yeah, remember, he got five bitches and stuff. Come on now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Don't get swerved uh, again. Graham, we're going to throw this to you here. You have a very big task ahead of yourself at FWC. Yeah. I got to get um, – oh, yeah, that too. I was going to say I got to yeah. get dinner ready. <laughs> so that too. Not only are you challenging – against Hardcore Haas and cashing in his Intercontinental Championship Nightmare Jones for the FHC. You will also be defending against Tank Westbrook for the Legends Championship, against Hardcore Sis uh, for the Hardcore Championship, against, again, this guy over here and Almada, the Heaven's Demons, for the FWWC Tag Team Championships. Uh, And you will be facing off against Nightmare Jones along with, you know, the other participants to yet to be named for the Warriors Heart Championship uh, at FWWC Royal Rumble. So, again, a lot of stuff on your plate here. I know we're getting real short on time, but I would love to get your thoughts on any of the matches coming up here uh, before we let you go tonight. I mean, it's like what I did before at TLC. Y'all can just call me the fucking Iron Man of the group from now on, all right? Five for five, I'm doing the same thing come Royal Rumble, walking in with three titles walking out with five. I mean, it's it's not really hard or complex to understand. You got someone like Daniel Grimm build for all this, obviously it's for a reason. I ain't walking out with nothing. I'm walking out with everything. Marcus Mayhem, your response. I have no response. The only response is Put your head down, Marcus. <laughs> oh man. It's really nothing to say. I mean, the, the time is coming. The belts are coming back home without any added assistance. It's as simple as that. He can have the rest of it, but those tag belts are coming back home. 
Yeah, they're going to be right. coming back home to my house, bro. All right, I'm going to throw out one last question here, and we're going to go ahead and end the show with this. Um, earlier in the evening, we spoke with Tank Westbrook, um, and he uh, put down a challenge to you for Monday night. Um, if uh, Daniel Grimm pulls off uh, the win, you will pick the stipulation for your match at FWC Royal Rumble. Um, he said if he won, he would pick the stipulation. Now, originally, Tank said that if neither of you won, it would be a normal match. Nah, eh, no. If neither no, of you won, no, I it, am it goes to it, no. it's vetoed. It, it's going to no, be no, champion's no, advantage. Eh, if if we tie, eh, I just eh, pick it either eh, way. Eh, eh. If neither of you win. I'm picking the stipulation. So pick your nose. You ain't picking shit. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Don't worry. That being said, do you accept? <sighs> tank, tank, tank. My my brother. Of course I accept. What the hell? What kind of question is that, Carter? All right, so that being said, we do have for Blue Brand your main event for Monday night. We'll see Daniel Grimm versus Tank Westbrook. The winner chooses the stipulation for the match for the FWWC Legend Championship at FWWC Royal Rumble. And if neither is able to pull off the victory, I will be choosing. It will be discussed as to who picks the stipulation. Daniel Graham, any final thoughts for the FWBC universe before we let you go tonight? Hey, Marcus, how you doing? Okay, and with that, now that I have him muted, I will be picking the stipulation if they tie. But with that being said, I am Curtis Black on behalf of Marcus Mayhem and our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. I want to thank everybody for joining us this evening. It's been another fantastic show, and we will see you next week with episode 138 of the FWWC tonight. Good night, everybody. I need a new career. Deuces. Mm-hmm. <laughs>